Hi, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States syllabus from Merit Management Group, LP, versus FTI Consulting, Incorporated. Certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit. Argued November 6, 2017. Decided February 27, 2018. The Bankruptcy Code allows trustees to set aside and recover certain transfers for the benefit of the bankruptcy estate, including, as relevant here, certain fraudulent transfers of an interest of the debtor in property. 11 U.S.C. 548A. It also sets out a number of limits on the exercise of these avoiding powers. Central here is the Securities Safe Harbor, which, inter alia, provides that the trustee may not avoid a transfer that is a settlement payment made by or to or for the benefit of a financial institution, or that is a transfer made by or to or for the benefit of a financial institution in connection with a securities contract. Valley View Downs, LP, and Bedford Downs Management Group Corporation entered into an agreement under which Valley View, if it got the last harness racing license in Pennsylvania, would purchase all of Bedford Downs stock for $55 million. Valley View was granted the license and arranged for the Cayman Islands branch of Credit Suisse to wire $55 million to third-party escrow agent Citizens Bank of Pennsylvania. The Bedford Downs shareholder, including petitioner Merit Management Group, LP, deposited their stock certificates into escrow. Citizens Bank disbursed the $55 million over two installments, according to the agreement, of which petitioner Merit received $16.5 million. Although Valley View secured the harness racing license, it was unable to achieve its goal of opening a racetrack casino. Valley View and its parent company, Centaur LLC, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Respondent FTI Consulting Incorporated was appointed to serve as a trustee of the Centaur Litigation Trust. FTI then sought to avoid the transfer from Valley View to Merit for the sale of Bedford Downs' stock, arguing that it was constructively fraudulent under 548A1B. Merritt contended that the 546E safe harbor barred FTI from avoiding the transfer because it was a settlement payment made by or to or for the benefit of two financial institutions, Credit Suisse and Citizens Bank. The district court agreed with Merritt, but the Seventh Circuit reversed, holding that 546E did not protect transfers in which financial institutions served as mere conduits held. Uh, I think it's important to, uh, before I read the held, to uh, note that it isn't affirmed. The judgment is affirmed. The reading gets a little convoluted. The only relevant transfer for purposes of 546E, Safe Harbor, is the transfer that trustee seeks to avoid. A. Before court can determine whether a transfer was made by or to or for the benefit of a covered entity, it must first identify the relevant transfer to test in that inquiry. Merritt posed that the relevant transfer should include not only the value to Merritt end-to-end transfer, but also all of its component parts, 
i.e. Credit Suisse to Citizens Bank, and Citizens Bank to merit transfers. FTI maintains that the only relevant transfer is the transfer that it sought to avoid, specifically the overarching transfer between Valley View and Merit. The language of 546E and the specific context in which that language is used to support the conclusion that the relevant transfer for purposes of safe harbor inquiry is the transfer the trustee seeks to avoid, the first clause of the provision, notwithstanding sections 544, 545, 547, 548A1B, and 548B, of this title indicates that 546E operates as an exception to trustees avoiding powers granted elsewhere in the code. The text makes clear that the starting point for 546E inquiry is the expressly listed avoiding powers and, consequently, the transfer that the trustee seeks to avoid in exercising those powers. The last clause, except under section 548A1A of this title, also focuses on the transfer that trustee seeks to avoid, creating an exception to the exception for 548A1A transfers. The text refers back to a specific type of transfer that falls within the avoiding powers, signaling that the exception applies to over the overarching transfer that the trustee seeks to avoid, not any component part of the transfer. This reading is reinforced by the 546 section head heading, Limitations on Avoiding Powers, and it is confirmed by the rest of the statutory text. The provision provides that the trustee may not avoid certain transfers, which naturally invites scrutiny of the transfers that the trustee may avoid. The parallel language used in the Avoiding Powers provisions, the text further provides that the transfer that is saved from avoidance is one that is not one that involves a securities transaction covered under 546E. In other words, to qualify for protection under the securities safe harbor, 546E provides that the otherwise avoidable transfer itself be a transfer that meets the safe harbor criteria. The statutory structure also supports this reading of 546E. The code establishes a system for avoiding transfers as well as a safe harbor from avoidance. It is thus only logical to view the pertinent transfer under 546E as the same transfer that the trustee seeks to avoid, pursuant to one of its avoiding powers. In an avoidance action, the trustee must establish that the transfer it seeks to set aside meets carefully set out criteria under the substantive avoidance provisions of the code. The defendant in that action is free to argue that the trustee failed to properly identify an avoidable transfer under the code, including any available arguments concerning the role of component parts of the transfer. If a trustee properly identifies an avoidable transfer, however, the court has no reason to examine the relevance of component parts when considering a limit to the avoiding power. Where that limit is defined by reference to an otherwise avoidable transfer as is with the case with 546E. The primary argument Merritt advances that is moored in the statutory text concerning Congress's 2006 edition of the parenthetical or for the benefit of to 546E is unavailing. Merritt contends that Congress meant to abrogate the 11th Circuit decision in re. Munford Incorporated 
which held that 546E was inapplicable to transfers in which the financial institution acted only as an intermediary. However, Merritt points to nothing in the text legislative history to corroborate this argument. A simpler explanation, rooted in the text of the statute and consistent with the interpretation of 546E, adopted here is that Congress added the or for the benefit of language that is common in other substantive avoidance provisions to the 546E safe harbor to ensure that the scope of the safe harbor and scope of the avoiding powers matched. That reading would not, contrary to what Merritt contends, render other provisions ineffectual or superfluous. Rather, it gives full effect to the text of 546E. If the transfer the trustee seeks to avoid was made by or to a covered entity, then 546E will bar avoidance without regard to whether the entity acted only as an intermediary. It will also bar avoidance if the transfer was made for the benefit of that entity, even if it was not made by or to that entity. Finally, Merritt argues that reading the safe harbor so that its application depends on the identity of the investor and the manner in which its investment is held, rather than on the general nature of the transaction, is incongruous with Congress's purportedly prophylactic approach to 546E. But that argument is nothing more than an attack on the text of the statute, which protects only certain transactions made by or to or for the benefit of certain covered entities. Applying this reading of the 546E safe harbor to, one, to this case yields a straightforward result. FTI sought to avoid the Valley View to merit transfer when determining whether the 546E safe harbor saves that transfer from avoidance liability. The court must look to that overarching transfer to evaluate whether it meets the safe harbor criteria. Because the parties do not contend that either Valley View or Merit is a covered entity, the transfer falls outside of the safe harbor. Affirmed and remanded. Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion for a unanimous court.